This Road to Osaka series is powered by Mizuno. Hear from Reese Edwards, Rachel McGuinness and Julian Spence and other top Australian marathoners in their push to the Osaka Marathon on February 25. Welcome to episode two of Road to Osaka Marathon. Uh, we are here joined by two of the athletes competing. One of them is up at Falls Creek at an altitude stint. Rachel McGinnis, welcome. Hi. Hello. Uh, we'll get to Falls later. We'll, yep. we'll want to hear all about that. The other yep. one is back home from holiday, Reese Edwards. How are you going? Cheers, mate. It's good to be back. Well, it's yeah. good to be back on the podcast. It's not good to be back in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one's gone on holiday, the other's come back from holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Rach, how is Falls Creek? Tell me what. Tell us what it's like. Going to let the listeners know how it is on a training camp up there. Yeah. So we came up Saturday, so this is two days ago. So I haven't been here that long, and it's my first time coming up here. Um, and actually, my first time ever like coming to altitude in summer, other than going somewhere for skiing. Um, I think it's a is it fifteen hundred meters here? Is that right? About that. Um, I think it's about two thousand near the top, isn't it? At the summit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. where like where most people stay down in the village bowl is about fifteen hundred. Um, mm. So yeah, there's quite a few people up here at the moment. Um, like the On Athletic Club are here. Um, like Brett, Rose Davies, Izzy, Jen, Eloise, they're all here. So it's quite a few people out and about doing runs. So most people, not that I've been able to rejoin really in any of the group runs, but um, people I think meet most mornings around nine o'clock to do their sessions or long run or whatever in the morning. And then most people are sort of doubling in the afternoon around four. Um, and then there's like a little gym that I'm, I've been going to the last couple of days. Um, but there's been a few other athletes in there. Um, so, yeah, it's good. First time like getting to do something like this. So even though I was hoping to be sort of more in the high mileage of a marathon block, it's still like fun to get to try out living as a sort of professional athlete for a week, getting plenty of sleep and doing the later morning runs. Mm. With those... Um groups that are up there the big groups are there mm. a lot of rec runners too or is it mainly just high-end elites um there are a few i mean i went for a jog this morning and there were a few kind of recreational runners so i feel like the way i'm moving at the moment people would look at me and say that i'm a recreational runner so um yeah i think there are there are a few and like a few people have brought up like their partners and yeah uh, so a few people out jogging about a bit slower than the kind of high level athletes. Yeah. Can you explain, as someone that's never been to Falls Creek, is there a town centre or can you like 
picture because yeah. I'm just picturing, I don't know, one building with dormitories style kind of no, thing. No, no, There's like um, a whole bunch of hotels and like, because obviously it's a ski town in winter. So there's all the kind of apartments and ski chalet type places that everyone stays at. And then the Village Bowl has, I don't know, like maybe a dozen or so restaurants and cafes. Not all of them are open during summer because um, obviously winter's the busier time. But there's a few places open. It doesn't, it doesn't feel busy. Like there's not many people out and about, like on the street or the the restaurants and bars don't aren't busy at the moment. But there's like enough places to get a bite to eat, and there's a there's a little supermarket and just like a very small little village. You're at the um. You're quietening down now. How long have you mm. been there? What day did you get there? Just two days ago. We got here Saturday, yeah. like Saturday evening. By the time we got here, so. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it gets really busy, like just after New Year's, maybe the yeah. first week after Chrissy. That's where all heaps of juniors go yeah. up there now. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some videos of um, someone posted someone on Instagram of like a bunch of people doing the K rats on the aqueduct, like maybe last week, and yeah, there was like yeah at least 50 people or doing a k-rep session in like little groups um so yeah i think there are plenty of people that are coming up here um how's your how's your running been going do you want to go through your week and, and let us know yeah and and even if it wasn't too much running let us know what else you've been doing because that's pretty yeah common to be injured in the running world so i think you could give some good insight into into what rehab looks like even if yeah. even if it's going through what a gym set looks like yeah so last week I had um it was a bit of an up and down week so some days were good and some days were bad with the shin um so last Monday um I went to see my physio uh, in the morning and my physio has with every issue that I've ever had um has always been very conservative so I was seeing him to see if I could get the all clear to do some ground running because I'd finished the week on some of that offloaded running on the um autogy and the lever um so I was kind of going into the appointment fearing that he was going to say now nah, you need to give it another week or two um because he's always kind of been more on that conservative side so I went in and he said no you're fine to start ground running so I was like great like music to my ears um but really wasn't expecting him to say that and then he gave me some treatment that honestly was like the worst pain I've ever felt in my life like he was thumb to like bone in the calf, I was like sweating bullets. And when I got off the table, there was like a full imprint of my body in sweat on the table. And I could like hardly walk for two days after that. So saw him on the Monday and I saw a podiatrist as well. So I'm just trying to like sort of tick off all those things that um, I haven't like dealt with in the, in the past. Cause I've never had like a lower leg issue or an ankle issue before. So I'd never seen a podiatrist before. So saw him he taped up my foot and saw the physio and then got cleared to do some ground running and uh, went out on Monday afternoon and Monday was the day where it absolutely poured with rain so I went out to do I wanted to do half an hour and I was told to go a bit more on the softer ground because that's better for like deloading this so I jogged from where I live to Citizens Park which is a, a dog oval um, like a dog park and went around doing laps of that and like it was just the weather was awful there was like dog shit everywhere and like my calf was like sore like it was like maybe three or four out of ten after the treatment and I was just like this is just this is just like painful in more ways than one not just the calf so I stopped at like 20 minutes and, and jogged home and was just like okay I'll just have to see how this pulls up after 
after that and then yeah and then we recorded on uh monday evening and i went to ballarat for work on tuesday um, did you not put yeah. sorry is this not on strava just for anyone who might be no, following just, that, that, that 20 minute run isn't on strava no right oh okay. it's hiding yeah. hiding runs <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was at 5.12, okay, so it was a real shuffle for me. Um, so what's the threshold okay. to get onto Strava? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, so to be honest, I was like, I don't even know, like, how much of this run I'm going to get through. So I was just like, oh, I just like, I don't know, just put it on private. I don't know why. Oh. And then <laughs> and then the following day, like, it was so sore all day at work, like, all through the class. Um, and I worked a 10 hour shift and I was like, right, I'm going to see if I can maybe stomach going for a run on this. Got changed. And I've been going up and down to Ballarat probably for like a year now, working up there during like the week for quite a bit. And Ballarat, for anyone that um, is like local, no, like the weather is quite unpredictable. Got to Ballarat and this is the two, three best days of weather that has ever been in Ballarat ever since I've been working there and it was like glorious sunshine got changed left where I was staying I jogged a mile and then I stopped and I was just like this just is too sore so yeah I just ran one mile on the Tuesday night um and yeah didn't put that on Strava either because I didn't think it was worth putting on it was eight mm. minutes of running <laughs> what was um, sore the shin like or the car every, like everything the whole like after the whatever my physio did like it was just like I don't know the whole thing was seized up I reckon I I don't know you can correct me here Reese but because he he's always been a bit more conservative I feel like he maybe told me what I wanted to hear and said you're cleared to run and then gave me like the worst treatment of my life which meant that I couldn't run at all so I don't know maybe that was a little trick of his <laughs> because it meant I yeah. couldn't run for a while <laughs> <laughs> no, he's done um, well. yeah and then that was Tuesday then Wednesday it was just still so sore so I was just like I, like I'm not even going to bother trying so I just went for a walk after work and then Thursday, I came back to Melbourne after my shift um, and I got went straight to a mass, like another massage and had some dry needling and some cuffing. I was just like, throw anything at this to try and make it better. Um, and I managed to get out for like uh, 5K round Albert Park. So I just went on the gravel track because that's obviously a bit softer. Um, and that was like a, starting to get a bit better. Like maybe I think I said around a two out of ten um pain and for me the pain is coming more when I'm springing off the ground rather than on impact because I've been mm. trying to like really tune myself into like bone stress or red flag type symptoms um so I haven't been getting any night pain um the pain's worse more on springing off the ground and it's also worse first thing in the morning so after a period of rest well, after I've been sleeping when I wake up it's kind of all seized up and sore which is isn't in keeping with that kind of bone type pain does, so does it does it warm up when you get running like... yeah 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 hmm. so like usually not even just what running like I wake up in the morning and it's like stiff and sore for 20 minutes but after I get up and just walk about a bit like usually by the time I leave for work or whatever it's okay um, does, that, does that mean that it's more likely to be a tendon injury or a, a muscle or, or any anything inflammatory really any kind of so I think that's the, the periosteal inflammation so the lining of the bone that's inflamed and once it gets warmed up it's mm. less symptomatic so yeah um and then, then that made Friday, it the Strava though that one did that one did yeah because I, I don't know I kind of felt like at that point I was like I, 
that was a bit of a turning point because I was like this is finally starting to feel a bit better so I I didn't want to just like go on to Strava and just like do a one mile run one week and then my next run not to be like for another two weeks after that so I wanted to wait until like I felt like actually I'm going to be starting to do a bit more running rather than just like yeah kind of sporadically putting up stuff that um yeah wasn't going to be consistent how much do you um, think about Strava during your run <laughs> about whether that run will get up or not oh no like when I'm running normally never but afterwards you think you consider it mm. Uh, I wouldn't say it was something I was thinking about like deeply during the run, but I don't know. So, so do you always manually upload your Strava runs or do you turn it on to like automatic sync? It's normally on automatic. Okay. Yeah. So I like, I took that one, like I had to manually do like unload it. Oh, so, so you had to be quick. Private. Yeah. Had, yeah. Had to get it yeah. done within three seconds. Oh, pressure was yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> It's a funny um, concept, this, isn't it? Because you've obviously yeah. considered you've you've run, you've got home, it's gone up, and you've thought, I'm going to go to the effort to take this down, rather yeah. than mm. you're going to go to the effort to put up. It's like, no, I'm mm. going to go in, take it off because of what reason? Well, as I said, I just I was just like, oh, I don't want to just be randomly like posting like one run today and then not another run for like a couple of weeks I wanted to wait until I felt like it was gonna be like I felt like I was out the other side of this is it because you don't want people sort of judging your recovery or uh no because no. it's like no, that's so. yeah there's got to be some sort of reason why you don't want to be why you care about it I guess oh, I just didn't like really want to spam people with like a like literally like a, a one mile run on the cheat like I was just like this is like pointless this being on Strava like I don't like need anyone I don't need to get kudos or anything from mm. this like I'm people aren't going to gain anything from seeing me do like I don't know it's not really I don't I didn't particularly think it was interesting mm. to people see but maybe, did, I don't know maybe it is Moose did you know about this one mile run before right now uh, I'm not sure not about the one mile run. <laughs> <laughs> however <laughs> I'm gonna oh. counter. I'm gonna counter Rachel here, and I'm gonna say, Rachel, you put up weight sessions on Strava. I do. Yeah, yeah. And elliptical sessions. And elliptical. Yes. So mm -hmm. I would consider that more of a spam than a mm -hmm. than a one mile run. Yeah. So I, I, if there was a way to change that, like to change your activities, so that you could have some be uploaded to public and some not. Instead of having to manually do that every time, I would happily take all my weights and all of that off of Strava because I like to track it for myself because I want to know how, like, am I getting my strength sessions done every week? Like, I like to track that for myself. But, um, yeah, so that just goes up uh, automatically. Right. And there's so many yeah. of them, you can't take mm -hmm. it down every time. Oh, it it's just an, yeah, it's just an effort, yeah. All right. All right. We got to the bottom of it. Um, yeah. Continue because you're building momentum here. Yeah. Um, then Friday, um, I did just 40 on the elliptical. Um, and then Saturday, just did 50 minutes on the elliptical um, and my weights. <laughs> and then we came up to four that um, afternoon. So then... 25 minutes of um, weights. That's yeah. a pretty quick mm -hmm. little workout. 
What is it? Yeah, what I just did. Like? Um, I think I just did calves um, and kind of lower limbs stuff that day. But um, yeah, you do you do bent knee and straight knee for your calf muscles? Yeah, yep, do both. Yeah, I what do, sort of yeah. reps and sets and stuff are you doing? What sort of weight are you doing? So I've I do isometric isometric holds, just body weight um, for mm. both bent and straight knee, and then I do um, full range of movement. I do a seated when I'm at my normal gym. I do a seated calf um, weight. Usually do about 55 kilos um and then i usually do 10 to 12 reps and that's um, double double leg or single leg single leg single leg nice and how much yeah. do, you, do you mind if i ask how much you weigh yes yeah, so just, just because just the... un, yeah no that's just under my body weight cut like at the moment like i kind of fluctuate around that kind of mid 50s yeah nice so you're literally single leg bent knee calf raising around your body weight i can't do that on a bent knee one but on a like a more of a well because on a seated you, you do kind of slightly have a bent knee but yeah yeah oh that's just for everyone listening that's like mm. phenomenal that is very very good yeah i mean when i first started doing strength stuff at the gym i was like i was so weak like when I got my, I wasn't doing any stuff with the barbell until I got my sacral stressy last year. And then my physio said, all right, we're going to start doing some axial loading with heavy weights. Um, he got me to pick up his, his barbell that's in his clinic. And I was like, Jesus, how much does this thing weigh? Like, what is it like 30, 40 kilos? Mm. He was like, no, this is 15 kilos. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I started off, yeah, just, just doing the barbell when I was doing those kind of squats and I do like heavy step ups onto a, onto a step. Um, and yeah, I'm now up to about 70 kilos with that. So, whoa, yeah. nice stepping yeah, up really to 70. Yeah, I mean, that head, like some, some days I won't do 70s, but like I'd say 55, 60 is the lowest that I'll do, and then I can do up to 70 now. 70 is wow. my current PB. Yeah, that's um, that is impressive. Do you like the gym? Mm. I don't like love it as much as I love running, but I don't mind doing it. Like I get a certain sense. Like I think because when I started doing that heavier stuff, like midway through last year, I was getting like continuous positive reinforcement with like every week being able to put like an extra five kilos of weight on. So something where you get like that short circuit feedback system, like telling you that you're improving. So mm. yeah. Cool. Um, then so yeah, that was Saturday, and then I said we drove up here, and then so Sunday, um, the calf had been like after I'd done that run Thursday night, it was like a bit sore, but not as bad as it had been at the beginning of the week. So I decided I'll just see if I can go do ninety percent body weight again with the lever. So I did sixty minutes on the treadmill at nine percent body weight, and that's the first time where. Um, I ran and it was like a little bit stiff at the start, but then I'd say for the majority of the run, then I had like almost no pain. So, but that was when I felt like, right, this is really starting to come out of the other end of it, like these last few weeks. So, and then I did just an elliptical double 30 in the uh, evening yesterday. So, yeah. What were your, um, what were your first thoughts as you drove up the falls? Like as you drove into the village? Yeah, I mean, it like the the drive is like it says you've only got you know fifty k to go, but it says like it you still got like an hour and a half because the whole road is just like so windy to get there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's good. Like I was just like excited to come and like yeah see what what the crack was here because like you hear about people coming up here every year and 
yeah that's why kind of why me and my partner were here with a friend as well and um, booked booked it because we just all wanted to give it a go at like seeing what life is like up here as uh, pretending to be a pro athlete mm. yeah mm -hmm. um there are a lot of good spots to run up there mm. yeah it's reckon it'd be hard okay. for a marathon in a marathon block because there's not a ton mm. of long roads or anything like that it can be a bit traily mm. yeah there are like there's a few people up here um i think liam's up here at the moment uh, i don't know what which marathon I, I, he uh, I don't uh, i have heard one i don't know if it's like oh yeah you can tell us. knowledge oh if, I, you just I've tell us what you doing, heard <laughs> i've heard that he's doing a soccer as well oh so, right there you go yeah cool and um and eloise is doing one as well so yeah, yeah i think she's doing the goya yeah yeah uh and then is he no is he not doing a marathon yeah so i again i've heard that she's going to try and do try and get an olympic standard for one of the shorter distances yeah i think the guys yeah. spoke about that last week they said they thought that she was not going to go again because she thinks that she's secure in her position but i think it, she's not going again because she's going to go for a five or a 10k yeah 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 yeah. Mm. yeah that women's marathon team selection that is oh boy that is an interesting one that is so interesting that could go yeah. e any way could it though yeah. or do you just go with the fastest well i have a different a slightly different opinion i don't want to ruffle too many feathers no go for um, it okay bring it on <laughs> so you could just pick on the fastest times within that kind of period or do you realistically were all our fastest women in the same race last december not all of them well i should yeah actually i shouldn't say all of them i shouldn't say all of them but like obviously you got like ellie wasn't there well sinead, sinead wasn't sinead, sinead wasn't there either but kind of a lot of the other contenders were there would does it matter what play or like how you place against oh. the other aussie women in that race but i think like for someone like lisa that had COVID on that day and still ran a 224 mm. and did very well at the world champs yeah i know it's had hard, a 223 yeah. 15 in the same year you can't mm. say oh just because izzy and jen b i don't know mm. i think so I it's think risky it was... what izzy's doing then as in going well, for the shorter. I think, she, I think she's almost just giving, kind of give, giving up on the marathon selection there. She's banking on mm -hmm. someone getting injured. That's what that's what I think she would be doing. Right. Uh, so you think she thinks that she's probably the fourth pick then yeah. at the moment? Yeah, 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 that's what I would. Yeah, because she is the fourth pick. But again, then that's still also risky, wait, like waiting out the time with Ellie and Eloise both going again. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. But she Valencia is the most optimal of places to run yeah. fast. And if you can't yeah. run two twenty three there, you ain't running it at yeah, Nagoya yeah. or Osaka. Um, mm -hmm. She probably knows that. Mm. I think the tri trials would be so good. I, oh, I would, just, mm. just for, just for that third gotta... spot. Just yeah, for the yeah. third spot, mm. I reckon two two automatics off time. And then that third spot, it doesn't even have to be like an independent race. It could be somewhere. Definitely it could be, yeah. At like a women's only race. Because do they still do the women's only Osaka marathon? Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's in two and weeks. Then you, and you've got Nagoya. Like you could literally just be like, hey, this is going to be for the third spot. Can't think, I don't think you'd do it overseas because it yeah. limits people. 
I think you'd have to do it. You'd have to do it in a domestic race, and you'd have to provide probably some sort of assistant to to everyone to get there. Mm. Uh, But then you got to think, okay, like April, April races. Maybe earlier than that would even be better. In in Australia, there's just not many around. Mm. I go join you at Port Ferry race. Yeah, they could. They oh, could. I'm going to ask you about that, actually. Uh, I'd be, I'd be happy to uh, assist. I think you did a map on the old Port Ferry Marathon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I looked that up. It's only a week before, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's, yeah, God. Reese can do anything he wants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, did, how many Ks for the week are we saying? Are we, are we counting percentage body yeah, weight? We, did we, where did we fall if we don't, on that? If we don't count the percentage body weight, then it's not much. And if we don't, if, if it's only what's public on Strava, then it's 5K. Mm. Mm. It's hard to claim stuff now, though. I can't see. Mm. We've just got to believe so you. I'll go, I'll, I'll go with 5K then. I would right. like an insight into your coaching athlete kind of relationship that we're hiding, uh, hiding <laughs> runs. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't we, even re- really a run. <laughs> one mile it's still a run are you saying that anyone that does a mile race is not really a run mm, I don't i've know. got a question actually the um do you reckon the physio ca- tracks your uh, progress using strava uh, i don't know actually uh yeah like the, that would be a good way to monitor as a physio um, that would be when I like the first ever dietitian I saw year, like two or three years ago, he followed me on Strava afterwards to like track what I was doing. But yeah, my physio doesn't. But yeah, it would well, be an easy way I to guess do you're, it. You're, your appointment ended the time you walked out the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not at eight pm thinking. Oh, I'll just go check what Rachel's doing. No, no, no. That'd be a good bloody physio. If you find a physio yeah. doing that, stay with them. Invested. Invested, invested yeah yeah uh all right well sounds like you're on the right track we might get some more running next week yeah yep. that'd be good uh you can tell mm. us more about running at falls too yeah mm. uh all right any oh, wait have you been starstruck at falls that was a question i had yeah oh um uh i wouldn't say starstruck because like you know like you see most of these people around at races and things um I had a chat to Eloise yesterday morning. Uh, coaches. Well, you know, they're like sometimes famous old runners. No, I haven't seen anyone <laughs> like that. Um, Is that how you see yourself now, Moose? Great much from not there. <laughs> I have. I, well, I don't know if he is, but I haven't seen him. Ah, uh, right, Zach Faccioni okay. was in the gym when I went there t- today, this morning. Um, but yeah, I had a chat to Eloise yesterday morning, just like said well done about Valencia and... She actually told me that she's had shin splints before, so gave me a bit of advice for that. Because oh, it's yeah. weird, like hardly anyone I speak to has had it, which is weird for it being such a common injury. But mm. I think it's just more common in like recreational runners that are starting out. So yeah, we have tons in the store with shin shin pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. I reckon it'd be the runner. first complaint. All recreational runners would be the f- the mm. first one that's going to go is shins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um what's your shoe preference mate if someone walks in they're like got shin pain down here is there a Mm. magic shoe you're going for it's tricky because there's probably not footwear related at all which for rachel it probably isn't however Mm. 
there might be some certain ways to unload the uh, tip post if, if yeah. that's playing more of a part. So perhaps like a posted shoe or a, yeah. a higher a higher offset, a higher pitch. Even using heel raises seems to have helped me yeah. with my shin. Uh, just range of motion. Like taking load off that um, tip post is the main thing we look at. Yeah. And I think you've nailed that because, Rachel, you've spoken a couple of times about you go to the podiatrist and they're taping your foot. Can you explain to everyone why they're taping your foot or has they have they explained yeah. to you why they're taping your foot? Yeah, so I have um, – I pronate more on my left, so uh, my left foot, like, rolls inwards as I run. And I also have – I have accessory navicular, so I have an extra bone in both of my feet, uh -huh. which increases that pronation as well because I've got, mm -hmm. just got a bit more of a chunky bone on the inside of my arch there. So the physio is taping from the sort of bottom of the foot up and around the inside of my arch to pull – my foot up and out to prevent it rolling in as I run. Yeah, yeah, because I think long... uh, a drop navicular is like one of the yeah. risk factors for developing yeah. MTS. Yeah. yeah, that's right. How long does taping provide a supportive uh, sort of a spread su support a foot, a taped uh, foot? So he said, look, I'll tape it up and then just shower with a plastic bag on your foot until like, you know for a couple of days so I had it on for maybe two three days and then took it off and like the tape of course gets a bit more lax after a couple of days but you can still feel that it's pulling your foot up like if I walked around barefoot I could feel that my foot wasn't rolling in as much and mm. I've got some sort of makeshift orthotics in my shoes now that he kind of like did with a bit of padding and a heel lift um, yeah. and yeah I'm getting some proper orthotics next week right okay there you go um good all right, Reese, you have been up on holiday still, pro-life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've enjoyed six days. I flew back to Melbourne on Sunday, but, yeah, I enjoyed six days out of this last week up in Woolgulga, the uh, Anglesey of the North, as they say. <laughs> um, <laughs> except I guarantee real estate's more expensive up there, mate. Well, it has to be. It's warmer is weather. cheap, is it? It's warmer weather, yeah. Um, anyway, enough about that. Uh, so I did that 30-kilometre steady long run on Sunday last week. So Monday this week, I just got out and did 15 kilometres easy with a mate on Monday morning, followed by 11 kilometres easy with another mate on uh, Monday afternoon. And then similar sort of thing on Tuesday, uh, just an easy day, so 14 kilometres in the morning, nice and easy jogging, and 10Ks in the Arvo, easy jogging. Um, and then that leads us to Wednesday. So Wednesday I did kind of a uh, – I decided to do a little bit of a Norwegian-style thing. That seems to be the latest craze. It's not – so uh, I thought, you know what, I'm happy to be a sheep and follow the latest craze. So um, I did, did my similar sessions to last week. So I did 20 minutes tempo – over kind of like a little rolling terrain into six by 400 metres. Um, around the 20 minutes tempo, just similar effort. Can I tell you what that is in heart rate compared to last week? No, it's just my perceived effort. Um, but I ran 315 pace for the 20 minutes tempo. And then I was running my 400s on a grass track in about 69. Um, and now off 60 seconds rest. Um, that afternoon, I then did a 15 minute hill thresh. So, what did you say? What did you do? The you said 69, 69 seconds, yeah, for the 400s. So, what, what are you aiming you for? Wear? 
that was I, I was aiming for sub 70. So yeah, I could have pushed a little bit harder, but I was uh, decided not to. Um, yeah, so that was my morning session that did 16 kilometers in total. And then I cruised around the beach and enjoyed myself all day. And then that afternoon, I decided to do a 15 minute hill thresh. There's like this nice dirt hill just out the back of this town. It's about four kilometers to get there. And I want to say it's averages for the 15 minutes, the average gradient was 5%. So there's a couple of steep pitches. There's one bit where it kind of dips down a little bit. Um, so I averaged about 409 pace for the 15 minute thresh. But that was like one of the hardest things I've ever done. If I wore a heart rate monitor, I imagine that would have been close to max because that's how, how are you calling that a threshold and then telling me it's the hardest thing you've ever done. Well, it, okay, it was beyond threshold. It was a... <laughs> Just because you ran it for 20 minutes doesn't make it a threshold. It was 15 minutes anyway. Um, okay, it was 15 minutes hard. Is that oh. what you want to hear? Well, I've got, a few, I've got a few things to talk about here, but continue. Let us talk about... It was hard where I could, I could feel, you know, the, in my throat. I could feel the run in my throat, so that's how hard it was. Um, so is this is this what the Ingebrigtsens do? Actually, I have no idea. I I, I just know <laughs> they do two work. They do two. They do two work. I don't really care what the Ingebrigtsens do either. They run like short distance. Um, <laughs> oh boy! And 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 they've got all day as well. Um, no, I just so the reason why I did the hill stuff as well is actually if you have a look at my gait, there is a reason behind it. If you have a look at my gait. I am quite hamstring dominant and I have a big kickback and my hip drive isn't that great. So I'm actually, uh, whilst I was up there, I was trying to use a lot of heels just to kind of mechanically maybe change some of my gait cycle a bit. So there actually was a little bit of a method behind my madness. All right. So um, you've, that you've done a pre, you'd say race effort if it's near max going up that hill. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a 15 minute race effort. Yeah. But that'd be like a, 10k race effort even faster um so the purpose of doing two workouts in one day again mm. just tell me just tell you why i did that because i yeah. can because you have the time off i had the time off i'd never do that whilst i'm at work um as purely i had the time off also i was only going to do i was flying back to melbourne this week as well so um i only really had the opportunity because I did the fast long run last Sunday to do workouts on Wednesday and Saturday this week. So if I wanted to do more than two workouts, I had to kind of double on one day. And did Why you, with you I was just going to ask, with regards to the morning session, did you limit your effort knowing that you were yeah. going to be doing a double, double session yet? Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't go max. I, I pulled up fine from the morning session. Yeah. Yeah. Why couldn't you have done a workout Tuesday? Because, um, so my alarm went off at 5 a.m. And then I decided I didn't want to. <laughs> so did, did you say I'll do two tomorrow instead? I said I'll do two tomorrow instead. Exactly right. And that's a, it's simply, it's as simple as that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't overcomplicate things, as you can see. God told that's you a, what that's... God told you. Like the yeah. old, um, I looked Hall. up at this. <laughs> I looked up at the sky and he said, "Son, go back to bed." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tomorrow. yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but also, I kind of deep down wanted two days recovery after because I sessioned the previous Saturday and then did a fast long run on the Sunday. So I kind of did want two days easy after that. I didn't want to rush back on the Tuesday. So you wanted two days, uh, two days after the long run, but six hours after the workout on Wednesday morning. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, you only want long recovery after Sundays, not Wednesday mornings. Yeah, pretty much, mate. Pretty much. You know how this works. You, you must have been you must have been reading uh, the Reese Edwards book of training. I'm enjoying this. I'm taking notes. Because if yeah, you, you run through nine, we are changing everything, Rachel. You're going on Reese Edwards. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. You wake up and you do what you want, when you want, how you want. Um, Thursday, I did like a medium long run, but I made it quite hilly. So that had about, so I did 25 kilometers and had about 700 meters elevation in it. Um, so that was two, a two hour long run to, to do the 25k. Um, and then that, that afternoon, road? yeah, that's a dirt road. Yep. Nice. Um, and then th uh, that afternoon I did eight Ks easy, just relaxed. Um, and then Friday morning, so my, my brother-in-law sends me a message on Thursday night and he goes, keen to ride your bike out to this place called Station Creek. It's like this camping reserve type thing. And I was like, being the sort of person I am, I was like, absolutely. So on Friday morning, instead of running, I did a about two and a half hour mountain bike ride um, along this rutted dirt road where my forearms couldn't really feel them for a couple of days afterwards um but i had a great time and it was, it was good fun and on the way back he kind of thrashed my legs a bit um so i did that on friday morning and then friday afternoon we got out and i did an hour run um very easy on friday afternoon what did um, the bike ride replace what was the it just would have replaced like a kind of four, 45 minutes to an hour yeah. easy jog um, so it actually made things harder. Yeah, I was gonna um, say. Yeah. And I'll tell you now, two and a half hours on a mountain bike, if you haven't been on one for years, in yeah. board shorts, oh. in board shorts, it, it has caused, like, I'm still feeling the remnants of that ride. Mm. And it's like, because there's a lot of holiday traffic on this road at the moment, it's got like those little ruts, those little oh. kind of divots. Mm. So it's, it's just do, 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 do. And yeah, it wasn't great. Um, no. And fun fact, there's a road in Boulder. When I was over in Boulder, everyone goes on this road near the reservoir. And when you watch YouTube or Instagram, it looks like this incredible road. And it's got these sort of divots and, and ruts in it. And it's actually terrible to run on, just putting it out there. Yeah. So don't believe everything you see on social media. He brought out the bike, Rachel. He wants us to ask him about it. <laughs> the bike? Yeah. 500 kilometres on a track? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't bring this up. Don't bring he this tried up. his hardest to weasel it in and he got it. Apparently, you're, Don't bring you, apparently you're, you're pretty proud of yourself about a long bike ride you once did, Reese. Yeah, of course. Like, So I'm the sort of character where if someone sends you a message and they're like, this weekend do you want to ride around a velodrome for 500 kilometres? I say yes. Oh. Even though beforehand I had only ridden the bike for no more than two hours, and yeah, that was uh, that was an eye-opening moment. Once again, that was similar to Bwa, where I didn't really know about nutrition either. Oh, Just oh, putting down sausage, putting down sausages every two hours. Nah, I uh, 
bought some bike shorts the day before. Yeah. I, I learned about Shemi cream for that. How long did it take, mate? Yeah. Took uh, about 22 and a half hours. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. 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 There's something a bit yeah. wrong with you. How did you pull up after that? Well, to be honest, I was 18, so I one I can't oh. remember, and, <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm sure I pulled up a bit rough, but I wouldn't yeah. have cared back then. Nah, you can do anything yeah. you want at 18. Mm. Yeah, 18, Those absolutely. If I knew I could run um, when I was 18, my goodness, um, I wouldn't be running now anyway. All right, um, back. Your Wi-Fi went what nuts. All right, let's uh, run the next. You're still going. You've got heaps of your week to go. You did so much. Oh, this I've week. got Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, I repeated last week's. So I did park run plus five by one kilometer off 90 seconds rest. I ran 15.19 for the park run, so I was nine seconds slower this week. So, you know, what's the point of even turning up if you can't run a PB every week? You didn't um, have a doctor on your toes this time then. I did actually, and I didn't drop him you this did. week either. Yeah, he was, oh, he, he, was too, <laughs> he was he was too nice to go around me, but afterwards, like, you definitely could have surged. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I had a little bit left in there, but he was just too nice to me. Um, yeah, oh, wanted well, to... he said that to you. He said he could have taken you. Oh, absolutely, he could have taken me, mate. He like he was doing it easy. So then I was on the five by one count. I was like, okay, can you do you want to join me for a couple of one k reps? I think he had a date. I was like, mate, just put that on hold. That that <laughs> stuff comes and goes. Don't worry about that. Um, he's going to get a croissant. Um, so he came and joined me for a couple of. He did two of the k reps and he dropped me in them. I think he's running like two fifty three. Um, you know, so his name's Tate Herps. And I don't know if that name means anything. I think he's got uh, ties to Sweat Elite Moose. Oh, right. Tate Herbs. Tate, Tate, T-A-I-T. So I oh, think he might have. I think he might have been part of Sweat Elite when they were getting off the ground a little bit, and then he might have decided medicine's a better road to go down. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I, 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 I could, could be wrong. What wasn't Kevin Bat part of Sweat Elite or something early days? Maybe I don't know. Don't, I, know, I, don't, I don't know either. I don't know. I'm not in the world of uh, social media and influencing and YouTube. Uh, some would some would say that's exactly what you are. <laughs> <laughs> we hide behind. Even if you, we hide even behind. if you want to deny it, <laughs> we are podcasters are not in that same that same uh, category because we all we do is talk shit. Yeah, you don't reckon you could just start a YouTube channel and talk shit? I reckon you could do a good job. Well, we've got the cameras on now. Maybe we should start our own channel. <laughs> yeah, you should, mate. You should. That's how you sell shoes as well. We You'd be should. selling them to. You'd be selling them to Belgium. You'd be selling them to Alaska. Get some Ugg boots in. Sell it to the Alaskans. <laughs> we might talk about shoes later. Actually, because um, uh, yeah. I want to. I want to. Well, we got a, an event coming up, which we'll go and get yeah. into later. I think it just yep. got confirmed right before um, the show started. Oh, right. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So we can talk so about I'll, that. I'll quickly finish my week so we can move on then because I just flew back to Melbourne on the Saturday and then I did a long run on Sunday. That was 35K and that's my week done. 35 easy K? Yeah, that was easy. And I just did a very boring – anyone in Melbourne did – Two laps of the Yarra Boulevard, just out back, out back, um, just chilled. Got going though. 
Yeah, I was kind of, to be honest, I was over it by the end and I was feeling quite good. So I kind of just, um, it's a little bit easier on the way back. So I kind of just went with the momentum and they've opened the bridge. I don't know if you know this, yeah. Rachel. They've yeah. opened that bridge, yeah. Because on the oh, way there, I, re- I ran all the way around. Then I got around there. I was like, you're kidding me. That <laughs> goddamn bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Any doubts on that? Uh, there's like this bridge, I don't even know Melbourne well enough, that it links kind of Victoria Street across to this Yarra Boulevard and it's been out of action for over 12 months. Uh, so you have the Ikea? Mm. So you kind oh, of have yeah, the next... Skipping Girl Bridge. Skipping yeah, Girl yeah. Bridge. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. They did like an eight-month refurb of it and it looks exactly ah, the same. Right. That used to oh, be the a, meeting That's a bit spot. harsh. <laughs> Everyone did used it? to meet there and do runs there. We used to do um, hill reps up the hill on the other side. Oh, yeah, goes, yeah. 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 That's a good area. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. What happened to your Strava? You stopped your watch and restarted or something? I'm just no, so, so yeah, you know, that really, really, really pissed me off that there's some ridiculous straight line across there. So I don't think yeah. it's Strava's fault. I, oh, I, I, could throw, I could throw hay to the watch company right now that, uh, <laughs> that did this, but um, I don't know what happened there because my splits and everything seem normal. There's no, like, yeah, 159 right. kilometre mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but, yeah, it looks like I went on a gondola or something. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, as long as you're okay with it. So yeah, it's I'm hard to know on. with the bike ride, but what do you have for your mileage for this week? Uh, 185 kilometres of running. All right. Solid. Mm-hmm. Is that how much you'll do? Will you do more than that? Uh, that's probably about it. it. If it is more, it would only be marginal, like by five or so K. But, I'd, yeah, that, this week is my last week currently right now um, of paternity leave. So after that, when I get back to work, they'll definitely be less. They'll definitely drop down mm-hmm. to 160 max. So I'd say they'll probably be topping it out, yeah. Mm. Well, you don't have too much longer. We're sitting at five and a half weeks. It will be five weeks mm-hmm. by the time people listen to this show. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The public, anyway. Um, how, uh, Rachel, this isn't fair on you, but how are you feeling for the um, race at, as we sit right now, your fitness? Um, yeah. Uh, see, the thing is, my, my fitness, I was starting, I think, before this happened to start, I was starting to feel like I was starting to gain fitness, like, um, and I don't think I'll have lost a huge amount. I've only it's only been three weeks since I stopped my proper training, and I don't think I'll have lost any fitness. But the issue is, I haven't had this three weeks to be gaining volume, doing long runs. So I'm just if I make it to the start line, I just worry about the lack of mileage in my legs for that tail end of the marathon, and that, that's just the situation that I'm in. That can't be helped. Yeah, it's not really worth forcing it for a mm. race that you weren't going to really PB in anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't have been right for this marathon anyway. So, like, yeah, it, at least I didn't get struck down with this when I was in like the peak fitness of my mm. life. So, yeah, it, yeah, that's fair. It, do you reckon it hurts more if you're fit and you get injured like that than if you're un? I don't know. Feel like you just yeah. keep getting getting knocked back down when you're injured all, all the time. Yeah, I think I, I, you know, it's difficult. When I got the sacral stress, I was 
I was I, I was an absolute fittest I've ever been in my life and I was meant to be doing the night of the 10k PBs I qualified for the A race so, it was, so it's like a big race in the UK it's the British champs for 10,000 meters so like I got the stressy about two weeks before that and I I really felt like I was in top like top form I thought I was going to run like sub 33 minutes and there so, so that hit me really hard getting that whereas like now even though it sucks to get an injury like after coming back from another one like I, I knew I was still nowhere near that kind of shape so yeah it's kind of swings around about so you just injuries are like it's not it's not if it's when like when you run mm. like as much as we do like you just have to expect for them to come at some point because we're pushing our bodies on on like a fine kind of nice edge aren't we you ride the line yeah if you have ambition you ride the line mm. yeah definitely um reese your current um review of fitness or assessment of where you're at i think i'll be able to give you a better kind of gauge after this week being back in the victorian weather just the heat and humidity up there it was just Honestly, I was doing shorter sessions and then a couple of longer, steadier, long runs and a lot more hills. So it's actually really hard for me to gauge. I could be in 212 shape. I could be in 217 shape. I don't really know. Oh, like I'm fit. I just don't know how fit. Mm, okay. Well, your what fitness. What about you, Jules? Uh, well, well, I'm going okay. I'm going okay. Yeah, let's. I won't get carried away with it. I'll, I'll go through my week quickly. Yeah, uh, then, nice. then, then I can explain what I'm thinking. So on Monday morning, I ran. Um, who did I run with? Uh, I ran 18k. I reckon this was potentially by myself. Can't remember. Uh, maybe. Yeah, can't remember. Um, got a bit of a head start on the week because I didn't have a Sunday long run. Uh, the next morning, ran with Kieran around town. Just uh, just another jog, 12K or so. Uh, double in the other. Oh, this was gross. So this was the pram run. You're mm. going to mention here, Reese. Um, yeah, what pram you got? I got an Ironman branded pram. So it's well, got That's this- where you went wrong to start with. Well, no. it was a gift and it's actually like it was a hand-me-down gift from Eliza, our friend, and it hasn't had much use, not because it's no good, but because running with a pram is like the worst thing ever. It fully changes your mechanics. Pushing, is like 14 kilos now, so you're pushing something heavy. Uh, it's you, you don't have an arm swing, which just mm. fully throws out your mechanics totally. So you kind of push, then you've got a few arm swings in, then you push again. And that only works if you're on a pretty smooth surface where we're not mm. really around here. So mm. I was like, this is this is hard work. This is like doing a heat session. Um, as soon as, yeah, that was the furthest I've gone in a pram before, 6K, and that's as long as I'll ever go. So what are your thoughts on the world record for the half marathon being 68 minutes with a pram? Oh, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I'm not – there must be a technique to it. There must mm. be like some way where you can you can run and there's like a pole out your chest that sticks in or something so you can still swing your arm. <laughs> that's, that's the only way I can think about how they can do it like that. Would you try a trailer, just tie it around your, uh, tie it around your waist and go toe mode? 
<laughs> I think that would probably be easier from like a mechanical mm -hmm. side of things, but but just a bit more unsafe for the child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know the worst bit was at a three k. She started just kept saying bush, 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 <laughs> which means we have to go run in the bush now. So I got off the smooth asphalt and I went and ran on this trail and that was bumpy and it was even harder and sandy in bits. But she got the bush. She got some she got bush the bush. Running. That's what she wants. Trying to turn you to a trail runner, mate. Yeah, well, did you see they just opened Bogong the Hotham back up, Reese? You heard of that race? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've vaguely, vaguely. I don't know anything about the course records, but... Yeah, best race that there's ever been in Australia. It's actually the only trail race worth running. Um, which di which distance have you got the course record at? Because there's a couple I mean, of distances, isn't there? Oh, there's a halfway. No one does that. Or there's the full distance, 64K. What's the full? So you've got the course record for that. Yeah, well, Rachel's up there. You should, um, if you want to yeah, Give hike, it a crack, Rachel. If your shin will allow you to hike, go and check out this <laughs> staircase spur at Mount Bogong. I'll look it up. Thousand, thousand, no. Be good rehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coming down might not be good rehab. Yeah, and then in Mount Beauty at the bottom, there's like a nice little brewery. What a day, sorted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's a really strange race, actually, because it's so hilly at the start. You go up and down two of the biggest mountains out there. And then you run forty mm. k relatively fat flat across like the aqueducts and um, the high plains, and then you drop mm. drop massively, and then you go up Mount Hotham. So it's a it's a pretty um, mm. different type race. You should look at doing that. Mm. Mm. And when, when is it this weekend? Oh no, they yeah, only this... just. Oh, is it really? Oh, I'm just looking at looking up the rooftop run, or is that something else? Yeah, yeah, no, that's normally what they call yeah. it, the roof. Yeah, this the twentieth. That's this. Oh, there you go. Oh. There go. Go ahead well, and watch, they run through they run through Langford's gaps like the major checkpoint it's the yeah. halfway point mm. yeah it's not very exciting i wouldn't bother everyone's moving pretty right. slow yeah it sounds uh, thrilling yeah what, what was your pace for your record do you remember oh, oh. Geez, i don't even know my garmin trail um, trail, trail runners don't talk about pace okay. yeah, yeah. Come on. especially Come when on. it's as slow as what i want <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was hiking a lot of it i was hiking um nice good it, man it, that like, means you're a real trail runner yeah yeah you should have seen the kid i had on yeah were the socks up above your knee or <laughs> uh i had a hat on like a little floppy hat on backwards i think <laughs> how do cool. you have a floppy hat on backwards it's the same no, thing like, all the way around <laughs> no like the little you know the hipster running hats yeah. Oh, what with the neck flap? No, no, no. It's just got a little tiny soft brim. Are oh, you talking about yeah, a cycling no, cap? Yeah, like a yeah. You know, they look like yeah. that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Straight out of Fitzroy. Yeah, it's pretty hip. The workout I did three by five k the next morning. The group did it. I started late because I, I couldn't get my dog back. He like, I took him on the warm up. Then we got back to the cars. And he found his way into like this little ditch beside this, the road, which was full of water and he was hot and he would just tore up and down it and rolled in it. And I, I couldn't get in there because it was like knee deep. And so the rest of the group started the workout and I was just standing there like 
trying to work out how to get my dog back because he was just sitting there looking at me and knew I wouldn't come into the water and get him. So I tried to um, bluff him out by running off on him and he just like <laughs> kept running yeah. out in the water next to the road. <laughs> in the end, he wore himself out, but they'd come through for a mile by the time that I was ready to go. I wasn't really doing it with them anyway. So I, they were aiming for, I think, 320 to 325 pace. And um, I jumped in, I think, about the first 500, I'm going to say, with them. Uh, and then I increased the, the pace. Uh, so my first 5K was 16.17, which is 3.15s. Uh, there were floats in between. So my 1K float was 3.31. And then 5K, 16.08, which was 3.14s. 331, somehow I got that exactly the same in the next float and the next rep, 312. I didn't have any real help in this one. Matt Gunther jumped in for a couple of K through the middle, uh, but pretty much solo again, which was kind of tough, annoying, seeing a group of about seven people run past as a, doing the workout together, and I was just by myself. Uh, mm. it's, it's actually kind of shit, but... It toughens you up, I think, mentally. You can find your rhythm. You can um, get in your little zone, get in your element and work through stuff in your own head. Yeah. Pretty happy with this workout. Did get a bit hard towards the end, but I was running a bit too fast also. And, and it's been mm -hmm. a, a little bit of a theme with my workouts is that I, I, I feel really comfortable at 3.13, 3.12 pace, but it's just a bit fast for what marathon effort should be so the workouts are a little harder than they probably have to be but i can't mm. i just can't seem to back off that three or four seconds it's it just doesn't feel right mm. don't know how it's going to play out on the day i don't think this is marathon pace uh maybe second half marathon pace that's what i'll sort of say is it potentially I'll, I'll look to run that pace for the second half of the race but the first half i really I don't think it would be safe to do that given how I'm feeling mm. in these ones. Mm. But that was that was the day. I was pretty fucked after it. I actually had a nap around midday and I never have naps. I just felt I, like I couldn't stay awake. I, I needed the nap. Complementing the Wave Rebellion Pro 2 is the Wave Rebellion Flash 2, combining Mizuno's performance foam with smooth speed assist technology and a nylon plate. Sitting in that do-it-all category, the flash suits up tempo jogging, tempo sessions, and faster long runs. Yeah. So just if you ask me to do 3 by 5 k how much faster the marathon pace do you reckon it is? In this Coke workout? Longer? Yeah, in this workout. For me, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe 3, 4 seconds a K? Yeah, you asked five. me to run 3 by 5 k faster marathon pace by 3 Help, like I don't reckon I'd be able to do it. Yeah. Well, we don't know what marathon pace is yet, do we? Like you only well, know after the true. race what marathon pace is. And that is have true. Have you ever done a have you ever done three by five, Rachel? Um yes, but I've done only done it as progression before. Mm. So well, this kind of was a progression too, actually. Yeah. Um mm. when you when you've run your best marathon block. What yeah. did your paces in training, how did they correlate to marathon pace on the day? So I would used to do um, long tempos, which would be 
from sort of 14k up to I think the longest I did was 22k and when I ran Valencia I did I was tempoing about between 334 to 336 and then my Valencia pace was 340 so and it was similar yeah. same when I did Gold Coast it always tends to be about four seconds four to five seconds difference between my tempo pace and what I ended up running for the marathon so you would run faster on the day no no it's slower so my marathon so a tempo at like 330 say 335 oh, and yeah, then yeah. At 340. Yeah. So, so you've run 22k at a pace faster than what you ran your marathon at yeah that is oh fun. my goodness that's disgusting i can't do that <laughs> i can't I, there's no way i could do no, that there's no way no me neither but, but doing those tempos like a, a lot of them towards the end like like because i would wear a heart rate a chest strap for those you could see like my heart rate just like creeping way up to like now now since i've had that testing like it's way above what my threshold was and those often those last some days i'd feel really good and it would just feel like a breeze but some days like i would be absolutely like felt like race effort in the like last 4k or whatever how far off your half marathon pace is that and my half marathon, like at the time, I set my half marathon PV during the Valencia block, and that was 330, 330 or 331. In training, in a, in a tempo run. No, no, as in I did, I did uh, the Burnley half during, like, oh, right. that, yeah. during yeah. the Valencia field, yeah. Yeah, wow. Damn, so a bit, so my hard. half marathon pace was a bit quicker than my long tempo pace. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm no good at that. I like that's why it gives me confidence because I've never really been able to train faster than I've raced. So at mm -hmm. least I got that going for me. Uh, I did not jog that afternoon. I jogged twice, two six k runs the next day, and then I um I just jogged an hour. I think it was on um, Friday morning. Jogged an hour on Saturday morning. Jogged six k Saturday evening, and then did another big workout so sunday was a long progression i felt garbage i woke up i felt kind of sick i was like dry reaching when i was doing my teeth so i thought that i might have been ill uh, but i just did not feel right i had trouble getting my porridge down uh, so i thought okay this this might not go too well the the right the plan was 20k steady 10k a bit faster the there wasn't really a pace in mind. I was thinking maybe 320 to 325 and then two by 4K at maybe 315-ish. So I ran with Toby for the first 20K and we spent a little bit of time with the other group. We ended up going about 346 for 18K after we warmed up and then change shoes, uh, get, have, well, I had a gel. I did have a fair few gels on this run. But I um, changed shoes. Toby got on the bike and he rode next to me while I did this um, 10K. So it was 321 pace. I had trouble finding the pace early. Like I really felt like I was sprinting to get up to pace, even though it was downhill. And then I, I started to perhaps feel a bit better on the back end as we went down a hill. It was a bit of a hillier loop. Then... Uh, I, what I was getting was bottles every 15 minutes or every 5K. Actually, it was 5K I pushed it back to. And it was bottles of um, precision, the um, carb-only mix. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a powder. There's no electrolytes or anything. And it's um, you mix it to the concentrate you want. 
So I was thinking, mm -hmm. okay, the more the better to a degree. So I went five scoops mm -hmm. per 500 mil, which gave me 75 grams in 500 mil of carb. Um, now, I know I can't drink a lot when I'm running, so I broke that up into 125 mil bottles. So I think I was getting about 18 grams of carb per 5K. But the problem that, with... Sorry. Did, did that go down okay? Like it, um, it was really sweet. Too, yeah. And it was a bit thick. Yeah, I was going to ask if it was thick. Yeah. The, and, and what happened was the, the thick texture it coated like the back of my throat mm. and it created a real gag reflex and and I kept dry reaching and I mm. needed water to wash. As soon as I got some water to wash it down, I was fine. Yeah. But I had no idea what was going on. Like I was in the jog between the two 4Ks. Um, so I averaged 321 for that 10K and then went into a 4K and, and ran 312. That was downhill. But then in the jog... I did a 1K jog and it was 4.18 pace, but I, was, I stopped twice to um, dry reach and then went into 4K. This one was uphill, seven metres. It was 3.11 pace, but by the end, I'm like, could barely swallow because it was so mm. gross in my throat. Um, so it's, it's a good learning lesson as to what not to do on race day. Because mm. uh, I think I'm going to go back to gels more gels and maybe some um, one bottle with with a, a light dose of electrolyte. But yeah, the workout total forty k ish, uh, about three thirty seven. So a lot of steady pace work and some fast work at the end. And it was a shit day. Like it was what it says I hear eighteen k an hour winds, but it felt a lot windier than that. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it was a tough one to get through, but I'm glad I did it. And my shin pulled up well. So, yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at. I think I'm developing a race plan as we go each week, working out what I um, need to, to be running. Uh, I think I'm going to try to go around maybe 318s for the first half and then, then kick down if I'm feeling fine for the second half. Yeah, nice. what, what time would that approximate to, do you know? Uh, if I kept 318s, it would be 220. I think that's right. Okay. 220 yeah. marathon. So nah, that, I, that's. Kind of, it'd be a little bit faster, wouldn't it? I thought that was 21915. Yeah, 219.15. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, to be honest, anything under 220 would be an extremely good result for me. I think you'll go much faster than that. Yeah, well, that would. Yeah. Thanks, Reese. Yeah. Thanks. Like, like seriously, one with your, I won't give you many compliments, mate, but uh, I no, think I just like your, your your lifetime of Ks, I don't think you're going to really fall apart in the back half of any mm -hmm. marathon. And obviously you're a lot more sensible than the average marathoner as well. So I reckon, like, I reckon it's smart what you're doing, you know, talk yourself down a little bit, but I reckon you, yeah. you might, you might surprise yourself. I think going under the 220 mark won't be an issue for you at all. Mm, it's been a long time yeah. since that happened. So we just got to get there a long way under. When, yeah. when was your last sub 220? Um, Doha world champs. All right. Yeah. That's a good run. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, I never was... would have said that until I did Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 
Yeah, I look back now and think, oh, that was a lot. I didn't really give myself much credit for that one at the time, but yeah. that was probably the hardest thing I've done. Like, Yeah, that's a great run. All right, let's move on from me and let's do two little bits of running news, please. So I want to over – I look, I had a few messages come through, social media popped off. There was a world record broken last night or late mm-hmm. yesterday, Arvo, whatever. Valencia 10K. Um Look, this is terrible, but I don't even know her name. Um, right. Is it Agnes Jebert? Oh, good work, Agnes. I think it's like, I think it's Jebert is her surname. Jebert. Jebert Tirop. Yeah. From Kenya or Ethiopia? Um, How bad's this? That Kenya. Was a world She's Kenyan. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what happened? Is that someone sent through like three or four of the same world athletics profile because they found about four agnes's and they were like this is the one this is the one this is the one yeah all right so she's run 2840 now reese can you run through just quickly (laughs) you haven't broken 30 minutes not on a legal course no yeah so officially you haven't broken 30 so that's a minute 20 in front of you in 10k you've run 213 for the marathon yeah she could probably run 208 she could probably run the uh, men's olympic qualifier yeah it's she broke the record by 30 plus seconds mm. what yeah, was her previous pb uh maybe like 30 like, minutes or something did she come out of the blue not particularly she, she's still pretty good she mm. won bronze at world cross in Bathurst. oh there you go. yeah yeah mm. but Winning bronze at World Cross and running 2840, which mm-hmm. is unheard of, they're, they're very different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Very here? different. Tell me, she wasn't in a super shoe or anything like that. Pretty sure she was wearing like the um, Takumi Sen, I think, which is really maybe like a um, faster she had some plastic race. rods in there. They've yeah. just got plastic rods, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, Rach. I, I, what do you? Um, how, you go, I'll leave Reese out. Let's let's yeah, go with Rach you. first. I want to um, I want to hear how an aspiring professional athlete from Australia, female, looks at that and goes, "What fucking hope have I got?" Mm-hmm. Oh, like I, it's not even. I don't even consider like anything remotely like that. I'm on the same kind of level as someone like that. So it's not like that's not even something that. It's like me comparing myself to an astronaut. Like I can't comprehend. Like it, it's so crazy. Like we we watched the race here. We watched it live and like watching them running. And we were looking at all the splits as they came through each K. We had the commentary on in Spanish, but we like could kind of understand the numbers as they were going through. And it was just crazy. And there were two women actually. Two like um, she dropped the girl that came second. I don't know her name. Um, in maybe the last three or four k, and even she ran under she ran under twenty nine minutes as well, um, mm. like twenty eight fifty seven. So it, it's like it's almost an unfathomable time for how quick mm. they were going. The, so when you take the shoes out, we've had shoes for six years now. They're not. If you were like you can run twenty eight forty with the first pair of super shoes versus the ones now, so you can pretty much remove shoes from this conversation. Mm, like, mm-hmm. how on earth are they running that like thirty seconds faster than the world record? Yeah, 
I have seen um because Athletics Weekly posted like a post about it on Instagram and there are a few comments calling out the legitimacy of the performance. So which is I mean that's always the way any time any world record gets broken, particularly by that amount that people always question how valid it is. But it, it's great and crazy nonetheless. Good time to ring racing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch my tongue here because I can get myself in a hell of a lot of trouble. Because I have I have a very strong opinion on what I think is happening here. Well, you and, mean here <laughs> in this race or you mean in general in the world of athletics? I think both. Um, and I think I can get myself in a hell of a lot of trouble on a public forum. But just I'd just say to people, go look at the statistics coming out by the uh, integrity unit. Go, go have mean, a look at what's happening. You the mean sports like integrity the, um, unit. Yeah, they've got a list of... Um, yeah they've got a list and if you follow it along on twitter or x or whatever it's called i think it's almost on a daily basis you're getting uh getting new reports of uh positive like i have to watch what i say because there's actually no proof that she's done anything here she's maybe they've come across the ultimate magical coaching regime and coaching is about to change worldwide and Julian's going to be out of business because he's going to fall behind the times. <laughs> and maybe there's this new coaching method just about to blow our minds. Um, I don't know. I uh, would love for some investigations, but I will stop there. Okay. All right. You're avoiding that then. I'm going to put well, that I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because if I, if, if, if I don't have uh, evidence on anything, can I get in a hell of a lot of trouble yeah. right now? If I just straight up, yeah, even insinuating what I'm insinuating right now is probably going to get me in trouble. Yeah. No, I, fair fair point. We don't want you to get in trouble. I don't want you to get this podcast in trouble. So we'll move on yeah. to uh, Pat Tiernan overnight also in mm-hmm. Houston. He likes going to Houston and running. He ran 207.45, second fastest Australian ever. He qualified for the Olympics. Um, that would now make him athlete number seven under 210. Wow. Oh, if I'm wow. going to say, let's Is there only, Has there only, only been seven Australians under 210? Clayton, DeCostella, Pat Carroll, Mona. Troopy, uh, Robbo, Liam Adams, ten, eight. Mm-hmm. eight. In and number eight. So still a pretty exclusive little list there. Um, what were your first thoughts, Reese, when you saw this? Do you think did you pick 207 for him or were you thinking a bit slower or faster? Oh, I, th- I think when you look at his potential, you know that a 207 is probably just going to be the beginning, right? Like he's mm. going to go a lot faster, especially he's done like a one second negative split. So he's just yeah. absolutely, and he's probably played a bit safe realistically. Like he's probably just made mm-hmm. sure he gets the Olympic qualifier. So I think that national record, I mean, Robbo is going to lower it as well, but I think that's real interesting now between Pat and Robbo, just probably going to keep knocking down that national record now. Like, like it wasn't surprising that he ran two hundred seven. Let's put it that way. The guy is that quality, um, and I think what he, you know, he comes down to Zadapek and what he can do, and like, yeah, it's good to see him actually just put one on the board where you're like, okay, that's around what he should be doing at least. Yeah, 
Rach, as a relatively kind of new Australian sort of distance runner, when like new to the sport, I guess, the hierarchy of the sport, the elite of the sport, how how do you perceive Pat Tiernan, considering you don't see him very often over here? Um, I mean, I guess I knew that he did well on his debut because didn't he run like 2.11, was it 0.2, something like that? Which yeah, wasn't that second fastest fast. debut. Two, second fastest debut, I think, ever. Um, so I think if someone debuts in that sort of time, it it's kind of showing that they've got like a, you know, quite, they're quite high caliber athlete and that they probably have some room for more improvement. But was, it, was this his second marathon then? Was, it, was that debut and then this one or has it been? Yeah, no, you're right. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was it. Pretty sure so, that's two of them there. He was meant to run, was it World Champs last year? But then I heard he got an injury, but I don't know. I don't know what it was. And then has obviously come back and and yeah, and run this time. And now he's pretty much secured himself a spot for the team. And it certainly makes it interesting what's going to happen for, like as we've said before, if Liam's going again, and what's going to happen with that for that third Aussie spot. Mm-hmm. If there's going to be space for someone to go. Yeah, yeah, it does make mm-hmm. it interesting i think liam like going again could be interesting if, mm-hmm. if we see him at a starker uh otherwise points points wise you think he's in the borderline i think we're waiting for a few a few races to go before we can see yeah, who else starts there's, to, um... there's still a few big fast races like seville like as in it just would pump push him down the ranking mm. so it just depends what happens with i guess like those big races like seville london hamburg can he would push? Can he just get picked on discretion anyway? No, it has no, to be like, some sort of points, is it? Well, he's you out can run a qualifier. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You, you, they're going to fill it up with qualifiers first, so they got eighty or so spots for the race, and if they have eighty qualifiers from, like, including three from each country, and they fill it like that, there won't be ranking athletes there. I don't think. I think it will. I think it will predominantly be. Um, oh, there'll be the athletes that are ranked in the top whatever um, at the end of January. I think there was like the top fifty or whatever, uh, and so they could got, get picked automatically. Um, but Australia aren't doing that, so they could get picked automatically, or they could, or they could. Um, the country can still use their discretion to select. Uh, so if yes. we get a, um, yeah. So I can't remember when it was last spoken about. It must have been on, I think, on the main show. Didn't they say that mm. Liam was like just outside that top? Was yeah, it just, just outside. Was it sixty-five? And now, now he's one hundred and sixty-nine. Oh, really? Yeah. So is that including three per nation, though? Uh, oh no, see, sorry, he's sixty-six, and then one hundred and sixty-nine um, overall. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I thought he was – so Pat didn't push him down then. I don't know how that works, but – Well, he got a lot of points for the Oceania thing, but Pat's yeah. run probably wasn't as many points. Um, yeah, oh, okay. But, but Pat would push out potential – like being another qualifier might push out a points – a ranking athlete. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it was good from him. We're going to go through a few quick yeah, little good. questions. I just want to – like a few little quick fires and we'll save some good questions for another time. Um, so first off, this was an interesting one. 
question for Rachel. Why do you go by Rachel when your name is Raquel? <laughs> um, my name is not Ra Raquel. My name is Rachel. Raquel. It's just one of my my friends who I know exactly who that is has written in, and uh, she calls me Raquel. Okay, Raquel. Raquel. <laughs> I don't mind that. Raquel. That could be a bit of a theme, I reckon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Reese, what time are you hoping to run? I oh, said it last week. I'd like to run 2.12. 2.12? Don't remember that from last week? Don't think you put it out there last week. Oh, well, there you go. I mustn't have. Uh, yeah, hoping to go sub 2.13, so 2.12. Um, is Reese going to – well, this answers that. Are you going to be brave and have a crack at the qualifier or not? So – Apparently no. not brave. Apparently not brave. Um, <laughs> so if I, so, hold on a second. If I go out for the qualifying pace, there is no one saying I'm brave. I just cop nothing but oh, that's stupidity, 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 stupidity. Sometimes the distance running calls stupid brave. I've seen that a lot, actually. Oh, maybe if you hold on to the pace till 35 kilometers, you could go down as brave. But when you fall yeah. off the pace after, I don't know, 12 kilometers, it's kind of stupidity. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, I'll just throw a random one to you then. Favorite training partner in Melbourne, not including Zach Newman, because he's like obviously the right answer there. Mate, this is a good question. We've got a little group going called the Mango Boys. And so boys? I have the mango boys, like the fruit. Mango. Yeah, mango. Yeah, the mango boys. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So on Saturday Saturday mornings we meet up. So Dave Ridley and uh, Ben Kelly, mate, and the mango boys, they are my uh, favourite training partners. Why um, Why does none of Dave Ridley's, like, professional Instagram stuff include you? Well, I haven't been around for a while. Well, I don't but... think it's ever included you. Oh man, you need to look. You need to look closer. No, you you're never closer. there. You're never there. He trains solo. <laughs> Are you in front or behind him? Behind. behind. All right. Why? Okay. Why mango? <laughs> Just fill that in. The mango boys. Oh, mate, that's that's the mystery. Nah. Um, <laughs> We'll just did a session one day and we'll cool him down and uh, two of us were like, geez, I really feel like a mango smoothie. I really love mangoes. And the other one was like, I hate mangoes. They're the worst fruit in the world. And uh, we kind of just trolled him and said, well, our group's now called the Mango Boys, so suck <laughs> it up. All right, Mango Boys. You're the leader of the yeah, Mango we, Boys. Yeah, we've got, mer we got merch coming soon, mate. Zach will hook that up. Absolutely not. He doesn't want anything to do with the mango boys, mate. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I reckon he'd like a mango smoothie, though. Um, okay. What do we got going on this week? Rachel, you're going to run in altitude. You notice mm -hmm. it on the bike yet? Um, I think my heart rate's maybe a little bit higher, but it's a different elliptical in the gym here. Like, it's one of those ones that tilts up and down. So, I don't know. Like, it's not that much difference. I haven't really felt it yet, but... I'll hopefully get a bit more running in this week, but I don't know. It'll be hard to balance up. Am I, have I lost fitness or is it the thin air? I don't know. You've got your mount, your road bike up there. Yeah. I would love, to, this is a challenge for you. Next time we're on the, um, next time we're on the show, which is a week from now, I reckon mm -hmm. I want to see where you rank on the list of times on the 
like the KOM of Falls Creek. Like ride down the hill and just see, have a look at the Falls Creek KOM, bottom to top, and just see where you can get yourself on that. That's just on the main road, is it? Yeah, main road. I reckon there'd be some races probably uh, gone I'll, up there in the past. Yeah, there was like a bike race on yes, I think it was a mountain bike race. So, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a crack. Even though I've told you today that I hate cycling. <laughs> oh, but this this is a perfect little challenge though to keep you interested. All right, and yeah. it'd be good for you going uphill yeah. for a, what mm-hmm. half an hour or so, probably more. Right? <laughs> God. Yeah. All right. What do you think? Top fifty, top twenty, you could do. No, no, no way. I'm like, I'm terrible at cycling. Like I can cycle from A to B as a commute, but I did a, I did a sprint triathlon once a long time ago. I'm a, I'm a very good swimmer. I was like my swimming club captain. I grew up swimming and I was the fastest swimmer of the day. I was like the sixth fastest runner and I was the last, like the 250th slowest cyclist. I'm so, so bad at cycling. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so... What is it though? Why cycle? What are you bet? I don't know. I just, I just, I never really like gelled with it. I always like it hurts my butt and hurts my back. Like, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mm. So you're going to have to get good pretty quick because I'm yeah. just. How long are you out there for? <laughs> just a week. So only, yeah, six only days. One week. So every day. Yeah. Go, just go hard every day. Yeah. I'm trying to find I the proper one. I could turn out like Toby by the end of the week. Oh, that, that's not a bad result for you. <laughs> he got pretty fit off this. Yeah, it's true. Mm. All I right. I wish I, li- I liked it, but I just don't. Sarah Giganti has it. Sarah right. Giganti. So, and what's the distance and the and what's the oh, time? equal with time? Lucy Kennedy. You've got um, you've got twenty nine point five six k of riding. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got, what's the um, average watts they averaged? Uh, average watts? Or watts per kilo? Can uh, give us watts per kilo? 210? Two no, that just and says what? power. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't say watts per kilo now. I don't know what that, that is. Uh, but it's 1,300 metres of climbing. What the hell? I reckon this is good. I won't make next week's podcast. <laughs> you have to start, though. Here, I'll give you a start spot. That looks like Chalet Road. So if you just start from Mount Beauty, go down and have a coffee or a pie or something, and then just ride the road up, you'll, I'm sure you'll hit oh, the segment. Jesus okay. All right. This is cool. This will be fun. Yeah, this might will be good. A couple yeah, yeah. goes at it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Reese, what do you got, got going on, you and the Mango Boys? Uh, yeah, we will just, uh, just jog around Melbourne a bit and um... – not a whole lot to be honest just kind of settle in before i go back to work the following week so probably just get a session in or probably send a message message to the mango boys after this for a session tomorrow maybe and uh then another big one saturday and maybe something sunday surely they don't follow your random training plan like you don't go oh doing two sessions tomorrow fellas and they just go yeah okay reese i'll join you for that and mate i'll tell you what when you when you like me, mate, anyone anyone will follow. Okay. No, I uh, actually no, I'm definitely not the person they follow. They kind of uh, I kind of send a message and go, anyone keen for a session, and they'll just tell me what they're doing. I'll be like, yeah, I'll tag along. 
<laughs> that's, that's the follower. Uh, all right, very good. Well, we'll see you all next week, Rachel. Hope you get some runs in and have. Oh, by the way, nice. naughty by nature, feel me flow. Did you ever listen? I'll do it the last week. Last week of the podcast. Give me a few weeks to practice. Yeah. Did you listen to the song yet? Yeah. No, I listened to the song. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, Rachel listened. Yeah. The air's too thin here for me to attempt wrestling, though. All right. We'll wait till you get back. <laughs> um, were you going to yeah, mention about South the event? You're from You'll be good at this. <laughs> oh, the event. Good. Yeah. Good, good. So 4th of Feb, date got sh- shifted. 4th of February. It's a mm. Sunday oh, morning. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Sunday mm. morning we're on. Uh, it's going to be around Albert Park. Look, Precision, Hydration, Mizuno going to be putting on a little bit of a test event. So we'll tease it out. We'll tease it out because I don't have all the full details here. Mm-hmm. Um, however, yeah, we should be um, should be good to, to announce maybe next week. So if you're training for a marathon or something, you want a big long run, we're going to do it in, on Sunday, 4th of Feb, Albert Park. Yeah, should be fun. You guys will get down. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you coming up for it? I I will, yeah. I will. Oh, that's different than what I heard this afternoon. Well, no. No, 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 no. I said uh, I was coming. I heard you were running scared this afternoon. <laughs> I said I was coming and I'm doing I'm not gonna get sucked into some sort of race there because there's a few I don't. people that I, like racing. So one thing I never ever race and work out. Any of my training partners every every single one of them can vouch for that so you don't have to worry about that all right good good yeah. um the other thing we didn't touch on sorry poor ferry marathon one week before you're going to do the full marathon oh yeah yeah i'll do the full marathon yep oh yeah yeah, yeah that's smart. no problem no problem yeah so <laughs> like i'm not an elite runner right so i See myself just as you know, I, I I do all right times, but I'm you know I'm in it for the in it for the adventures. In it for How much the money is it? How much money you win mm. down there? Oh, I don't even know. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't. What, what's your appearance, be? Like zero dollars. <laughs> uh, there's some zero good dollars. cash on down there. It's going to be a good race, actually. You got you're yeah. not going to just collect the money yourself. By the way, there's a few floating around down there. Oh, I know. I know. I don't plan on. I probably won't. Even, I probably won't even win it, mate. Don't nah, worry. I won't be. I won't be uh, ruining my legs for a soccer. That's for sure. Just forty k of jogging, then mm. three and a half hours. Three hours of jogging. Oh no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll move along at a decent click. Oh yeah, we'll talk about this on the way through this series. I think. Yeah. But for now, <laughs> see you later. See ya. Catches. The Inside Running Podcast Road to Osaka series is powered by Mizuno, committed to making marathoners faster for now and the future.